I do not walk alone. Darshan's poetry is my companion. During this period of quarantine, we don't, we're not really alone. We have the books. We have the books of poetry. I'm going to read from poem 80 of Love's Last Madness. Um... I do not walk alone, love's mad zeal is my companion. Out of the vortex of night's gloom, I'll distill the light of dawn. How lucky I was to escape the highway robbers, just so my guide could lead me far astray. Were my musings on her loveliness to be mirrored in the cup? Her beauty scintillation would add potency to my drink. My every slip from virtue without fail you contemn. Yet you are the one who adorned every path I take with sins. She promised me tomorrow, quote, tomorrow, but I could not wait. The life that I'd been granted proved far too brief. As our age turns its back on the way of love, this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. The more I long for his darshan, the more he feels disdain. My anguished prayers are impotent. My weeping goes in vain. This is the grand finale to the... Fireworks for 4th of July. It's a grand finale because we're going to have three Urdu poets, four Urdu poets, plus Ansari. Uh-huh. So you'll like, light off all your different uh, poets will light up. Uh-huh. We're reading poem number 68 of Mata'i Noor translated in, as 80 and Love's Last Madness. Poem 80 says, I do not walk alone. Love's mad zeal is my companion. Out of the vortex of night's gloom, I'll distill the night of dawn. How lucky I was to escape the highway robbers just so my guide could lead me far astray. How were my musings on her loveliness uh, to be mirrored in the cup? Her beauty's scintillation would add potency to my drink. 
trying to understand that one. Were my musings on her loveliness to be mirrored in the cup, her beauty scintillation would add potency to my drink. My every slip from virtue without fail you condemn. Yet you are the one who adorned every path I take with sins. She promised me tomorrow, but I could not wait. The life that I'd been granted proved far too brief. As our age turns its back on the way of love. He's saying our age has turned its back on the way of love. If he says, as our age turns its back on the way of love, this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. The more I long for his darshan, the more he feels disdain. My anguished prayers are impotent. My weeping goes in vain. Hmm. It's like my poetry readings are impotent and my grunting has failed me. It's not uh, produced any results. You think the reading of this book has been a failure? My readings are impotent. Hmm. We'll try uh, one more time. Now we're going to read it with uh, some analysis uh, commentary from the scholars in question. <laughs> Poem 80 of Love's Us Madness, Poems on a Spiritual Path by Darshan Singh. At the translation and commentary by Barry Lerner and Harpon Singh Abedi. I do not walk alone. Are we technically alone now? I do not walk alone. So we cannot be alone. Love's mad zeal is my companion. Uh -huh. So even if I was alone, I would have love's mad zeal, which could be uh, okay. verse one: a ruling passion for the beloved enables seekers on the mystic path to endure the grief or vortex of the long night of separation and ultimately achieve effulgent union, the light of dawn in meditation. Hmm. I distill the light of dawn. We can brew up a distill. By sitting in meditation in the morning, you could brew, distill the light of dawn. Hmm. Hmm. The vortex of night's gloom. Out of the vortex of night's gloom, I could... Wake up in the morning and sit in meditation and distill the light of dawn. If I had love's mad zeal as my companion. Uh -huh. hmm. How lucky I was to escape the highway robbers. Uh -huh. Just so my guide would lead me far astray. 
Now that one's hard to understand. That's where you come in. Verse 2. This verse depicts tragic plight of many seekers after truth, even if they manage to avoid the worldly temptations that beset the spiritual path, often the guides they choose themselves spiritually blind people ruled by worldly cravings are lost in the exercise of occult powers lead them away from their divine goal as Santarashan himself commented if we look around us we find that those who set themselves up as our pathfinders are often the ones who lead us astray those who should help us to resolve the problems of life are the very ones who serve to lead us into confusion so that could mean guides other than this master. How lucky we were to escape the highway robbers just so my guide could lead me far astray. Hopefully that's not the perfect master. That's other gurus that are no good. They lead you far astray. Do you think? That's what he says. Were my musings on her loveliness to be mirrored in the cup, her beauty's scintillation. Alexa, what's the definition of the word scintillation? This might answer your question. As an adjective, Asian is usually defined as the long and twee. A characteristic of Asia or its inhabitants. She doesn't get it, as a right? Noun, uh, Asian is usually doesn't hear me. A native or inhabitant of Asia or a person uh, of Asian descent. God. Alexa, what's the definition of the word S C I N T I L L A T I O N? Here's something I found on reference.com. Many websites offer free dictionaries. She did not get any scintillation. Or musings. Users can browse the definitions of millions of words by either searching uh, the specific enough, word quiet. Okay, Alexa, enough. Musings. Her musings were her were my musings on her loveliness to be mirrored in the cup. Her beauty's sparkle of light or flash, her beauty's scintillation would add potency to my drink. You think if I went out, like, with you for a cup of coffee, and I'm used on your loveliness, it would add a sparkle of light to my drink. Her beauty scintillation would add potency to my drink. My every sip from virtue, without fail, you condemn. But do you condemn all my slips? Uh, my every slip and virtue without fail you condemn. Yet you are the one who adorned every path I take with sins. Uh, that sounds like Tuka would say that, Tukaram. We could have Tukaram in our grand finale of the, the fireworks of mystical Urdu poetry on a pre-Fourth pre of July reading. Pre-Fourth pre of July. For the July 2nd reading.
sounds like Tukaram. <laughs> he intoned Tuko. Mm -hmm. hmm. It says here, verse 4, uh, My every slip from virtue without fail, you condemn me. You are the one who adorned every path to take with sins. That says to look up Hafez uh, in 43, which is... It's Hafez said, I thought you said Tuka. No, I said Hafez now. This is the classic from Hafez, famous... It says, Dar my yon e kare dara tuk ti badam karte. You bind me to a raft, cast me into the raging sea, and then admonish me, quote, take heed, lest your clothes get wet. Hmm. That's what God does. That's... Hmm. Hmm. That's why Tuka complains about God a lot. There's a lot of reason to complain. Hmm. Our translation of the second line of this verse is based on the version in the 1991 Hindu edition of Mataina rather than on the line from the original Urdu version published in 1998. The Hindu version reads, Ar Saja Di Hai Gunahan Se Marahe Rajagar. While the Urdu version reads, Ar Jaja Di Hai Gunahan Ne Ar Ujra. Which we translate as, Yet it was these acts of sin that filled my path with beauty. <laughs> wow. Here it's like the acts of sin filled the path with beauty. Do you think that sin, acts of sin filled the path with beauty? Yet it was these acts of sin that filled my path with beauty. Hmm. Hmm. Does sin create beauty? The 2016 Hindi version reverts to nay in the transliteration of the poem itself, but it retains a comment on the verse based on say. From the 1991 edition, while we cannot say with certainty that this powerful and compelling line from the 1988 edition contains a typographical error, or that the poet changed the line after it was published, the thought conveyed in the line is not at all. Characteristic of the poetry of Darshan, who was not wont to speak with an irreverent voice con defying conventional morality, as Kalib does in the following verse. Nakar da gunahan ki bi hasrat ki miladad. O Lord, if there be punishment for my sins, reward, reward me for those I regretfully couldn't indulge in. <laughs> you, we should be rewarded for the sins we did not indulge in. 
O Lord, if there be punishment for my sins, reward me for those I regretfully couldn't indulge in. Though he's saying that um, this is not characteristic of Darshan's poetry because he didn't defy conventional morality. That's Kalib said that. And there's another quote here I'm adding, actually. It says, happy, that disobedience that brings me to my knees. <laughs> Ansari. Ansari is saying, uh, Ansari is that um, uh, Sufi um, saint or something. He says, happy is the day, the disobedience that brings me to my knees. He's saying that. The sin that you create that brings you to your knees is happy the day that you committed the sin that brought you to your knees. Happy that disobedience that brings me to my knees. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. We were all discussing that same line, number four, which was, My every slip from virtue without fail you condemn. Yet you are the one who adorned every path I take with sins. Which goes back to that uh, hot, famous Hafez quote. Very famous. You bind me to a raft, cast me into the raging sea, and then it punish me. Take heed, lest your clothes get wet. He's saying, don't get wet. While you're on the raft. <laughs> Don't sin. Well, he puts a whole bunch of adorned Japan with sins. She promised me tomorrow, but I could not wait. The life that I'd been granted proved far too brief. Now, in this context, Mur, Mur Takimur, has written Us K. Ifa e ataknaji. I didn't live to see her fulfill her promise. My life in the end proved unfaithful to me. I didn't live to see her fulfill her promise. My life in the end proved unfaithful to me. What? Unlike Kalib did not take any stock. Likewise, Kalib did not take any stock in his beloved's promises. He says, Yena Hamari Krishmat Ke Balashahuta. I was not my it was not my destiny to have union with my beloved. However long I'd lived there would still have been this waiting. You think I lived for your promise? I knew that it wasn't true. For wouldn't I have died of joy if I had really believed you? Mm -hmm. That's relating to... Uh, she promised me tomorrow, but I could not wait. The life that I'd been granted proved far too brief. And Kalib says, It was not my destiny to have union with my beloved. However long I'd lived, there would still have been this waiting. 
You think I lived on your promise? Yet I knew that it wasn't true, for wouldn't I have died of joy if I had really believed you? For wouldn't I have died of joy? <laughs> I would have died of joy. <laughs> Then he says, as our age of coronavirus turns its whack on the way of love, as our age, which is currently 2020, the age of coronavirus, our, as our age turns its back on the way of love, this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. Hmm. He's saying that we would turn our backs on the way of love and that we would end up confronting the abyss. As our age turns its back on the way of love, this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. The more I long for his darshan, the more he feels disdain. My anguished prayers are impotent, my weeping goes in vain. Seems that my reading is just going in vain because mm. uh, my weeping has not helped at all. <laughs> Verse 7 the word Hindu word darshan generally means to hold, behold a loved one and enjoy his or her elevating presence in the mystical sense. It means to receive the soul uplifting glance of the spiritual master or to lovingly absorb one's attention in the master's eyes so fully that one becomes completely and ecstatically lost in him, forgetting the world outside and one's individual existence. Hmm. Hmm. So I don't know what you could add here. We had Hafez's raft, we had Kalib talk about his dying of joy. He would have died of joy. We had Ansari said, uh, happy that disobedience that brings me to my knees. Uh -huh. And we had Murr who said, Murr said, I didn't live to see her fulfill her promise. My life in the end proved unfaithful to me. That's strange. What do you think? Do you think if I scintillate her beauty, scintillation will add something to the poem? Poem 80, which is the last Urdu poem of the book prior to 4th of July. It's a grand finale. I do not walk alone. Love's mad zeal is my companion. Out of the vortex of night's gloom, I'll distill the light of dawn. How lucky I was to escape the highway robbers, just so my guide could lead me far astray. Were my musings on her loveliness to be mirrored in the cup, her beauty scintillation would add potency to my drink. My every slip from virtue, without fail, you condemn. Yet you are the one who adorned every path I take with sins. 
She promised me tomorrow, but I could not wait. The life that I'd been granted proved far too brief. Of our age, as our age turns its back on the way of love, this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. The more I long for his darshan, the more he feels disdain. My anguished prayers are impotent. My weeping goes in vain. We continue on page 14 of the introduction. as added. Well, since such glances uplift seekers into a state in which they are madly in love with the beloved, from all eternity the Saki's glance has worked a wonder, <laughs> wearing intellect to sleep, awakening love's madness. That is from poem 14, verse 5. From all eternity the Saki's glance has worked wonder, a wonder. Lulling intellect to sleep, awakening love's madness. If not the bewitching glance from a God-realized man, what transforms rational life into love's madness? So what does? What transforms rational life into love's madness? How do you get from rational life to love's madness? Do you want to go to it? Or you want to just be rational? <laughs> you just want to be a rat? You could, some people just want to be rational. If not the bewitching glance from a God-realized man, what transforms rational life into love's madness? Now why would you want to go to love's madness? I thought it was a beauty. It was a beauty to love's madness. What transforms rational life into love's madness? Poem 39, verse 2. Moreover, these glances send the soul soaring into spiritual flight and provide a source of effulgent mystical visions that reveal the secrets of the universe. Well, that's one reason to go into love's madness. You want to reveal the secrets of the universe. <laughs> the wine of truth the sake keeps concealed in his eyes. Whatever is poured in a cup just deceives thirst. Verse, poem 6, verse 4. Wonder of wonders, what grace flows within the sake's tavern? The secrets of both worlds are revealed in his cup. <laughs> So that's a good reason to get the love's madness. Poem 6, verse 1. The master glances are for the disciple the key to salvation of the soul. What could grant me the gift of everlasting life everlasting? A life-infusing glance is what I want. It's what he wants. It says... This is from poem 67, verse 3. What could grant me the gift of life everlasting? A life-infusing glance is what I want. 
I'm going to read 80 again. You want me to read 80 again and then read this and then read 80 again? Say it in the last word. Yeah, I, this is a continuation of 80. I can read 80. I'm going to read 80 again. Because I, I, I read 80, then I skip back to the introduction as filler, then I'm going to read 80 again for your pleasure. We finished, not the book, but the Urdu poetry. Thus far we have read just the Urdu poetry of Mata Inar. Thus far we have only alluded to the mystical visions and divine revelations that the seeker experiences in meditation. However, Darshan did write verses that directly depicted such experiences from a close look at some of these verses in conjunction with statements from his spiritual discourses. We can roughly approximate the progression of seeker experiences the seeker undergoes on entering transcendental regions beyond the scope of sensory perception. Central to Sandarshan's teachings is the premise that one who relies on the physical eyes rather than the inner spiritual eye to discern reality is asleep to the truth and lives in delusion. When I awaken, I'll see reality for what it is. My existence now is but a bewildering dream. Poem 4, verse 4. This is a recap. Does the evidence of the eyes bear true witness? The eyes can, all, can see you only to the limits of seeing. Verse, poem 18.10 It is through the inner eye that one can perceive the divine light. Quote, what can I say of the grace he showers as I gaze within? Darshan, the moment I close my eyes, the beloved's light begins. Verse, poem 3, verse 9. Okay. Santarshan writes that the darkness seekers confront when they focus their attention at the third or single eye ultimately breaks into points of light. With more concentrated attention, they begin hearing the inner sound current at its lowest levels. As their concentration improves, their experiences of the inner light and sound develop. The sound grows more enchanting, and the points of light are replaced by a starry sky an inner moon, and eventually an inner sun. In the following verse, Darshan warns against getting lost in the beauty of these elementary stages, urging seekers across them to reach higher planes of perception. Quote, For you, that moon and sun are enchanting snares. Beware, lest your gaze be caught and you rise no higher. That was poem 78 to... As their longing for their spiritual master grows and their inner concentration develops, the disciples begin to get their first glimpses of the ethereal form of their spiritual guide. Quote, when with tearful eyes I looked up into the night of sorrow, I saw you smiling down on me from amidst the stars. Poem 18, verse 2. They're yearning to meet their... Inner guide in fullness now inflamed to a desperate pitch. The disciples' concentration at the eye focus becomes unwavering, allowing them to rise completely above body consciousness and come face to face with their enrapturing, radiant, divine beloved. 
quote, when she removed her veil, all were dazzled by the vision of sun eyes lightning in their mist. Psalm 71, verse 2. When she removed her veil, all were mat dazzled. That's like when she removed her mask. <laughs> you think that women are covered up with a mask during coronavirus? <laughs> when she removed her veil, all were dazzled by the vision of sun eyes lightning in the mist. Whose radiant visions are these appearing within me? Even the darkest night is relieved of darkness. Poem 46.6 Hodarshan, I was preordained to see his radiant visions. A thousand thanks, my world is not in darkness. Poem 5411. At this point, the disciples begin hearing the inner music peeling forth with an indescribable beauty and magnetic power that pulls them up irresistibly. According to Santarshan, one who has once heard the magic of the divine symphony within is lost forever in its wonders. Poem quote, Who is aware of this wonder? Without instruments, the symphony resounds in the music hall of the heart. Poem 6, verse 5. Sitting alone in silence, I often have to wonder, is there a musician playing in this blissful space of my heart? Poem 6, 7. Minstrel, make music, sans strings, and read in the presence of supreme beauty. Every beat of your heart is an enrapturing melody. Poem 69, verse 5. This poem music produces an intoxication which places the lover in perpetual communion with the beloved. Thereafter, anywhere they travel in the physical world or, or the inner spiritual regions, they find their resplendent beloved before them. Quote, wherever I go on earth, I see his beauty. In heaven after heaven, I gaze on my beloved. Poem 3, verse 3. No corner of this court is void of his resplendent light. Every atom celebrates with radiance from the beloved's face. Poem 3, 2. Almost done. At this stage, that uh, it is at this stage of the detachment of the disciples. Begin cultivating while novices on the path reaches its fruition. The world ceases to have any hold on them, for its joys have become insipid in the face of the bliss they experience in the inner spiritual regions. Read the poem. There's a bunch of. There's a bunch of verses within this. There's four verses. I'm just have two pages to finish. Saki, whoever comes, by even a tinge of awakening, we see sitting in your assembly oblivious to this world. Poem 9, verse 6. I am forever grateful. You've blessed me with paradise. The thought of you transports me to a world of enchanting beauty. Poem 11.6 Thus, as a disciple, through the aid of the mystic adept, transverse the higher planes of spiritual consciousness. They eventually pe penetrate the veil of ego and realize their pristine identity as divine souls. When they reach this stage, the master absorbs their souls into his shab form. 
process called Fauna Fell Shake by the Sufis. Their momentum accelerated by their ever-intensifying desire for divine union, such souls then move onward, transcending the realms of time and space to the plane of pure consciousness and the court of the Lord and then beyond. Toward their final goal, quote, My restless heart led me as far as the Imperium, and then a torrent of yearning swept me beyond. Poem 10 to Ultimately, the soul experiences what the Sufis have called Vanafilala. Absorption into the nameless, formless ocean of all consciousness, the divine source from whence the soul emanated. One in such a state has lost all sense of the individual existence, as Darshan ironically puts it. Quote, Meet enraptured Darshan, he'll reveal the secrets of consciousness. Though now he's in a place where he's unconscious of himself. Poem 57, 9. O Darshan, I'm lost in remembrance of my friend, exulting in myself oblivion. Poem 68, 5. With the long torturous quest at the end, the disciple now knows the bliss of endless love and the ecstasy of what the Sufis term Wadat Awajud, the unity of existence. In this state, the disciple experiences God everywhere and sees within him and or herself the entire creation, the macrocosm and the microcosm. Quote, In every atom I behold your scintillating beauty in a world where intellect stands bewildered. Poem 18.4 Do you remember reading all these poems? The scintillating beauty. Remember, in every atom I beheld your scintillating beauty. In every atom I beheld your scintillating beauty. In a world where intellect stands bewildered. Poem 18.4 When I looked with the eye of love, it stood revealed. Within each sand grain spreads a boundless desert. Poem 62.10 Having become the embodiment of love, the disciple no longer seeks to fulfill individualistic desires, but lives to bestow love on all, making personal sacrifices in the service of others to share in their suffering. Quote, Friends, by morning you'll find my ashes here too. My heart burns in the same fire of grief as the moth. Poem 6.3 Sparing no thought for themselves, indifferent to their own pain, consumed are your mad lovers by the suffering on the earth. Poem 55.2 Listen, ascetic, though this is my heart, it has no concern for itself. Filled with the world's sorrows, what room is left for its own? Poem 32.3 Mysticism is inexistent. Strictly intertwined with the soul's primal urge to experience a consummate love, and it is this urge that Darshan makes the focus of his poetry, suffering intensely its separation from the creator of the soul as Darshan depicts it, embarks on a journey leading back to its source in the most sublime spiritual realms here the soul reignites with this divine beloved and is immersed in the everlasting bliss of divine love, a love that the soul then shares with the entire creation. That's the uh, introduction to...
introduction to the mystic path through Darshan's poetry. We're going to read poem 80 now, as it were. Which I had read yesterday, but this is the grand finale because it's July 3rd now. And we have to have uh, the grand uh, last poem in Urdu. I do not walk alone. Love's mad zeal is my companion. Out of the vortex of night's gloom, I'll distill the light of dawn. How lucky I was to escape the highway robbers, just so my guide could lead me far astray. Were my musings on her loveliness to be mirrored in the cup, her beauty scintillation would add potency to my drink. My every slip from virtue without fail you condemn. Yet you are the one who adorned every path I take with sins. She promised me tomorrow, but I could not wait. The life that I'd been granted proved far too brief. As our age turns its back on the way of love, this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. The more I long for his darshan, the more he feels disdain. My anguished prayers are impotent, my weeping goes in vain. That's poem 80. And that's the grand finale of Love's Mad Zeal. Read it again. With the Mad Zeal. I do not read this alone. I do not walk alone. Darshan's poetry is my companion. I do not walk alone. Love's mad zeal is my companion. Out of the vortex of night's gloom, I'll distill the light of dawn. How lucky I was to escape the highway robbers just so my guide would lead me far astray. Were my musings on her loveliness to be mirrored in the cup, her beauty scintillation would add potency to my drink. My every slip from virtue without fail you condemn, yet you are the one who adorned every path I take with sins. She promised me tomorrow, manana, tomorrow, uh-huh. but I could not wait. The life that I'd been granted proved far too brief. As our age turns its back on the way of love, this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. As our age turns its back on the way of this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. That's exactly what it is. That's from the poem. It does confront the abyss. This world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. Do it, does it or not? 
He says it does. And the world, and our age turned its back on the way of love. Did you turn your back on the way of love? As our age turns its back on the way of love, this world of enchanting beauty confronts the abyss. The more I long for his darshan, the more he feels disdain. My anguished prayers are impotent. My weeping goes in vain. That's it. Why well, do you want me to read Hafez, Kalib, Ansari, or Mir? Again? We're reading this on July 3rd. as the grand finale. <laughs> because of it's like fireworks. Again? God, we might actually learn this poem. I'm running out of time. Huh? Probably have time, though. I gotta save it. Huh? I don't think I'll read it again. Happy Fourth of July, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.